All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the uh, program, got a lot to get to today. A lot about Biden family syndicate corruption stuff. Am I the only one in America that am having a really, really hard time dealing with the Secret Service, only doing a 10-day investigation, and then saying, well, we tried we tried cocaine in the White House. What if the white powder were anthrax? What if the white powder had fentanyl in it? The cocaine had fentanyl in it. You know, it's this this cannot stand on its merits. It just can't. This this is now what we're being told that we have to take as a country. And everybody knows that is this. This was the Trump White House. Everybody knows there's no way that this investigation would have ended none at all whatsoever. And here's the worst part of what we learned in all of this. They, they, they announced on day 11, so they did only 10 days investigative work. They lied to us uh, by saying that the Bidens weren't there on the Friday before the weekend that they found it. Then, of course, it was in the East Room of the White House. Then it was in another room in the White House. Then it was in the open area where everybody comes in in the West Wing and in a locker area. We've yet to get any answers as to why that story kept on changing. My understanding was there were people in hazmat suits in the East Room of the White House initially. So I, I think we're being lied to there as well. And then we find out that they closed the investigation after 10 days. Oops, sorry, can't find anything. You know, the agency, the FBI tested the packet to determine it was cocaine, look for any fingerprints, DNA evidence. But the tests yielded no usable forensic evidence. Well, the cocaine would be forensic evidence. And video footage of the area where the baggie was found also provided no evidence to narrow the possible suspects down. And they say there were roughly 500 staff members and visitors who passed during the time frame that this was likely put in the White House. Okay, now it gets even worse. Because why did the Secret Service close down their investigation without conducting a single interview? Not one. They said the the amount of cocaine, 200, you know, about 208 milligrams. What is that? 0.07 of an ounce. Isn't an ounce of cocaine or any percentage of that a lot of cocaine? I'm not a big drug. I can't stand drugs. Hate them. They're killing our they're killing all people in our country every day. It's disgusting. And we have open borders with all of it. John Kirby was on Fox News Sunday this weekend with Shannon Bream, said that the Secret Service, well, we did the best we could. This is not the best you can do. Certainly you can understand that Americans, many of them, first of all, are aghast that there was ever cocaine in the White House. We heard that there were reports of marijuana a couple of times found there last year as well. But more importantly, that it's case closed. In less than two weeks, we know nothing about who brought this in, inability to track people, no surveillance cameras. What if it was something much more dangerous? Well, again, I can't really speak to the investigation that was done by the Secret Service. Uh, they did the best they could to, to track down uh, how it got there and, and who it might have belonged to, and they just were not able to come up with any forensic evidence that, that proves it. But of course, look, we take this seriously. That's not the kind of thing we want to see happen. Now, it did happen in a visitor's uh, lobby area out just, just outside the main West Wing. Um, so it was a highly trafficked area. We're going to take a look at uh, uh, at how that happened. And obviously, we'll, if there's things we can do to prevent that in, in the future, certainly we'll do that. Nobody's happy about this. 
How about you interview every single solitary person, identify them all. And if they work at the White House, my understanding is, is that you have every right to drug test them. One way to drug test people is to see if they're cocaine users is take out a strand of their hair or a couple of strands of their hair and you can figure it out that way. Uh, but then they have, they have no, no, no willingness to do this at all. Um, a lot is happening with the Biden family syndicate this week. We know about Gary Shapley, one of the six IRS whistleblowers we're going to on Wednesday. It is my understanding and the house oversight committee. That's James Comer's committee here from another whistleblower. How many whistleblowers do you need before it gets the attention of the media mob that used to love whistleblowers? They even loved hearsay whistleblowers that aren't real whistleblowers uh, when it comes to impeaching Donald Trump. Uh, The next big shooter drop will be on the 24th. This is a John Solomon report, and he'll join us later with uh, Greg Jarrett to go into some of the details of this and what we can expect this week. But Devin Archer, Hunter's big business partner, uh, is set to testify to the House Oversight Committee. Um, The only problem we're now facing is the documents that the FBI seized from him years ago are still locked in storage and there doesn't seem any to be any urgency at all whatsoever to get it back to him before his testimony before Congress. Uh, that would be called evidence that needs to be handed over. And if not, the contempt of the FBI director needs to be brought up again, considering they've been so uncooperative and, and the DOJ has been so uncooperative. Anyway, so Archer, I would expect, is going to answer many of the questions. This would be. I think a week from today, if I'm not mistaken, Linda, maybe a week from Tuesday. Uh, but anyway, I would expect Devin Archer to answer many of the the questions that are pivotal to unraveling the numerous influence peddling schemes because he was working with zero experience Hunter on the deals with China, Ukraine, Russia, you know, Romania, all dozen other countries in which Joe Biden was exercising foreign policy decisions, according to the 1023 form, as vice president in exchange. By the way, we see all of that with the with the Burisma deal. And we have Joe Biden bragging that he demanded that the prosecutor in that case, a guy by the name of Victor Shokin, a Ukrainian prosecutor, I'm going to leverage a billion U.S. taxpayer dollars to get a prosecutor in Ukraine fired. So my son, who admits on Good Morning America, who has no experience at all in any energy endeavor, or Ukraine can get paid massive sums of money. That should have been a quid pro quo moment for the entire country. But that's only one small part of it. I want to know what's on the WhatsApp messages. I am sitting here with my father. And that whole message that I've echoed over and over again, that sounds like a shakedown to me where I grew up. It's like I'd like to know why they, they offered Christopher Steele a million plus dollars to verify the dossier. He couldn't verify a thing. Then why did James Comey sign three FISA warrants knowing that his FBI couldn't even bribe the guy to verify it? It's unreal. Or pay the guy, whatever you want, whatever word you prefer. Incentivize the guy. Uh, But, you know, Devin Archer could definitely open up Pandora's box. What was Joe Biden's overall involvement? Was he known as the big guy? How much money did he get that you know of? Where did the money come from? Where did the money go to? Let's talk about this bank account and that bank account. Let's talk about this suspicious activity report. That suspicious activity report. What is Joe Biden's involvement here? How much money did the Biden family syndicate make from all of these foreign countries combined? How much did they do in business with China, Russia, Ukraine, 
Romania, Kazakhstan, Mexico, and a dozen other countries. How much did they make? How much was profit? How did the, the profits get distributed? What did, they, what did you do for the money? What, what, what did they expect in return for the money? And again, it's go back to go go back to Hunter's laptop. Half my income goes to Pops. Number one, I have to pay for Pops's home repairs. Number two, uh, we got to put aside ten percent for the big guy. You know how often we know we have that. What we have pictures now of Joe Biden meeting with Hunter's farm business partners, and Hunter Biden emails and text messages and WhatsApp messages. You know, discussing his father's involvement in these business deals. How often did Devin Archer meet with Biden? Did they discuss the overseas business deal with him? Did he stand to gain a cut? You know, was the big guy cited? You know, is, is Joe the big guy? That's, that would be confirmation number two, considering Tony Bobolinsky was number one. How much foreign money was made? That's what I keep asking. What about these, these shell company LLCs that had no legitimate business purpose other than serving as a piggy bank? Anyway, do you know anything about the suspected, you know, the 1023 reference to $10 million for specific actions Joe Biden took? I, th- I think that's directly related to the Burisma deal that I just referred to. You know, let's talk about the countries that you met, that you did with, that you did business with. Let's talk about Hunter getting on Air Force Two and coming back and then getting this private equity deal with the bank, you know, with the Bank of China, Chinese a government entity that that uh, and the Chinese energy company again also connected to the Chinese government. I mean, why didn't you? Why didn't anybody go after a FARA violation? I mean, this guy that was one of the witnesses, they, they're, they're nailing him on a FISA violation. Uh, in a follow up to last week, we now have Congressman Mike Johnson is calling on Christopher Ray to correct his congressional testimony, alleging he made a number of demonstrably untrue statements during. His hearing last week before the House Judiciary Committee, Chairman Jim Jordan and I are preparing a letter that we'll issue probably today or tomorrow to ask the director to correct his testimony. And that means probably today. We're going to point out the contradictions of what he said under oath, and we'll start with that. And I think some of the answers he provided to us in the hearing were demonstrably untrue. It's just a problem that scandal upon scandal continues to stack up. Well, I mean, could the guy dodge and duck? and weave and obfuscate any more than he did? Give me a break. Apparently also Biden, we learned over the weekend from the New York Post, looks like Joe Biden had previously had an unreported tie to America's most notorious politically connected uh, pedophile, according to the New York Post. LinkedIn co-founder, this guy, made a large donation of the re-election fund with Joe Biden shortly before it was revealed he hung out with Jeffrey Epstein. On RG Island. Now, as far as I'm concerned, people are innocent until proven guilty. I'm just going with what the piece is saying. But he dumped nearly 700 grand in the Biden Victory Fund war chest and 1.5 million to a Biden super PAC in 2020. All right, that's something that I think warrants an investigation. Uh, top Democratic prosecutor calls out the White House over the cocaine cover-up. I mean, even Andrew Weissman, Robert Mueller's pit bull, Uh, told uh, MSDNC that the Secret Service's decision to close out the case quickly was suspicious. It's such bad law enforcement, and frankly, I would say suspicious. You should interview people, you think? Well, this is the first time I ever agreed with him. 
Secret Service has a history, by the way, as chronicled by Miranda Devine, and, and we mentioned some of this last week, of covering up for the Bidens, and Hunter Biden in particular. Remember the former senior Secret Service agent protected past presidents, worries that the agency is closing the investigation. Uh, I pray not, but I'm suspicious that the Secret Service took the road that it believed would generate the least criticism in the long term pointing out that Biden has a history of cozy relationships with the agency. And when the head of Joe Biden's Secret Service details suffered a death in the family in 2009, then Vice President Biden flew on Air Force Two to Indiana to attend the wake after the same agent retired as assistant director. He continued to work for the Biden family in, the, in private capacity. Now, the current Secret Service director, Kimberly Cheadle, appointed by Biden last year, also served on his vice presidential security detail. Well, it's getting a little too close for comfort for my liking. Hunter was rescued from various drug-related scrapes by former and, and serving uh, Secret Service agents. These guys are put in an awful position. You know, the crack pipe he left inside the Arizona rental car, the gun thrown in the dumpster uh, by his ex-lover, Haley uh, Biden. You know, they always they always seem to arrive. The Secret Service does, in his case, to clean it up for him. And how do we not know about the two other the two previous drug incidents that has happened in the Biden White House that just magically showed up in the investigation? Oh, yeah, we forgot to tell you about these other two things. Let me get it out now while we can. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN. Uh, if you want to be a part of the program, all of you know that I'm 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 pro-life. I believe in the sanctity of life. And I also believe that abortion is a, a heart issue that, you know what, abortion is not going to be illegal in states like California, New York and liberal states. It's just not in spite of the hyperbole and lying and, and downright falsehoods of, of Democrats. But anyway, so that means that will always remain an option. Now, preborn.com slash Sean, they because of your generosity, unlike Planned Parenthood, they won't get a penny from the federal government. They use the science of ultrasound that they offer to any expecting mom for free uh, to show them what the miracle of birth inside them. And, and when expecting moms see fingers and toes and facial features and hear a heartbeat, uh, the odds grow dramatically higher that they're going to give birth. Anyway, they can only do this through your generosity. They also offer counseling. And for moms that have the babies, that you know, if they need help with baby formula, medical care, counseling, Diapers, they're there to help them, too. Anyway, your tax-deductible donation, whatever you can donate. I just donated two ultrasound machines. They needed them. Just dial pound 250. Whatever you can give helps. Even one sponsor of one ultrasound is 28 bucks, and uh, you could be saving a life. Pound 250, keyword baby. Pound 250, keyword baby. Or donate securely at preborn.com. 